Welcome to the Creating Wealth and Wellness podcast. Your hosts, Amanda Kingsley and Tara Misseldine, team up to take you on a journey where freedom is cultivated through personal development, where women connect to fuel their futures, and where wealth is created as a byproduct of being well. back to wealth and wellness. We are creating it today and I'm not going to sing again. Don't worry everyone. <laughs> I like that one. That one was sexy too. <laughs> oh, I didn't even do my sexy one. <laughs> oh, next time. Sexy boys. Okay. Welcome back everybody. We are happy to be back with you again today. Um, yeah. Before we get into our topic as usual, let's go over to the iTunes store and see what we've got for reviews that we can share because we are so grateful for these. Um, as I say every single week, this is one of the biggest ways that you can help us with the success of this podcast is help us be more findable by people by telling them what we're all about or how we make you feel or what you get out of this show by leaving us a rating and review on iTunes. Um, so I would like to just thank Carrie Shepard today who left us a review a couple weeks or a week ago. Um, she says, thank you so much for all the great content. Amanda, your podcast is a great resource. I agree. It is awesome. Hey, so thank Carrie. you so much for sharing that, Carrie. Um, yeah, so I, I sort of feel like we need to start letting people know that we're giving them shout outs. We should put their cute little thumbnails up on our Facebook page, <laughs> but I don't know if we can actually do that. <laughs> I don't like it. Although we might uh, repel people from uh, actually commenting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So we won't do that, everybody. If you want us to do that, let us know in your review. <laughs> We want to showcase you. <laughs> okay, so let's get into our gratitudes. What are you grateful for this episode, Amanda? Um, before before this before we started recording, let me get these words out. <laughs> um, I was thinking about how grateful I am for all the behind the scenes professionals who make our lives work the way that they work. Right? There's so many people. There's um. I find myself very much in a world where I spend a lot of time around people who are out there, putting themselves out there, out there, out there, out there. Um, but none of us would be able to do what we do without all the people who are back there, back there, back there. Mm -hmm. And that's like people who are getting electricity to our houses, people who are, and we need all kinds, right? Like we need, that's how the world stays balanced and in like, functioning well we need all kinds so the people who program itunes to actually work <laughs> like the people who are putting gas in the gas station tank so that we can pump it like uh that's my shout out today if cool. you have a beside behind the scenes job i i salute you and i thank you awesome very cool mine is super small but a huge part of my life and that is sparkling water <laughs> I am so grateful for sparkling water. It makes sure that I actually hydrate in a way that I'm not sure that I would without it and how much I love it. So there you go. Sparkling water. And it doesn't even have to be fancy. My it's bar is very, very low with sparkling water. <laughs> Sometimes when I don't want to drink, I will I choose sparkling yes. water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Me too. Okay. Um oh and that's an interesting segue to our topic today. Weight oh. loss and body image. I didn't actually think of the connection there, but it 
it is one of it has an impact on me and weight loss and body image stuff um okay so amanda i i feel like you kind of should take the lead on this particular topic and i'm sure that i'm gonna riff off you like crazy really can you take it away really i didn't know the mic was gonna be handed over to me (laughs) 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 i don't know where to start except to know that this is such an important topic and it seems like I think the place we often get most tripped up in weight loss and body image, and I think this is a good time of year to talk about it, and it's going to be for, you know, the whole beginning of the year, it's on so many people's minds. Mm -hmm. But I think the place for me that it gets messiest is that we treat it as a surface level thing, right? Like we treat it as this, um, you know, thing about how we look or what we choose to eat or how much we choose to exercise. It's like surface level tangible thing, but really it's so much deeper. Like the, the, the success in weight loss and feeling good about your body is so much deeper. And we're not having enough conversations out in the like cultural world mm-hmm. um, in general society about what it means like why why are you trying to look different why do you want to lose weight why is exercising every day important to you what is what are the feelings that are coming up for you and so that's just like for me i want to see more of that like i want to see more conversations about what's behind fitting into a size two like mm-hmm. what's behind it what's behind like your um because for some people exercise really does feed and fuel and serve them other day, every day and for some people it's just like an obsession and it's not really answering their emotional need mm-hmm. in the way that it yeah yeah i don't know give hey. bounce off of that <laughs> yeah I, I mean i actually want to share an a very relevant anecdote that happened for me over last weekend um, because I, I am a cozy and fluffy body type. (laughs) And many, many times there have been, it has become a focus of, Oh, I need to lose weight. You know, there that, and men, sometimes it's from like a very like healthy um, health improvement perspective. And then other times it's because I quote unquote, don't like the way that I look, which I think is relevant to the body image piece of weight loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes a huge difference what what the driver is toward the idea of weight loss, first of all. But if we're talking about it from the perspective of body image, um, everybody, if you've been listening to this podcast, if you haven't been, and this is your first episode, I'll give you a brief digest. I am working on Um, feeling more alive in every aspect of my life. And my year is guided by the the idea of nourishment this year and being nourished, um, which has made me make very different choices for the last couple of weeks than I typically do when I'm not focusing on these things. And for, (laughs) so you're going to, you're going to laugh at this, but up until last weekend, there has been like a week where I was feeling really nice. Like I've been eating very intentionally and I haven't been like tracking calories or anything, but I have been trying to ask myself before I consume anything, like, does this feel nourishing to me? Um, 
you know, so I've been choosing seltzer water instead of like, I, I'm not a soda drinker or anything, but, um, you know, instead of another coffee, maybe I just would have a sparkling water or something. Um, so I have been feeling so good about myself and, you know, like because of some of the choices that I've made and I've been like better about taking my supplements, I feel like my skin is looking better. And like, there's all of these little things that make me keep looking in the mirror and being like, oh, things are good. Like this is going good. Like, oh, these pants seem to be fitting me better. Like I love the way this shirt is all of a sudden falling on me. Oh, I've been admiring myself and that like in, in a really cute, just genuine like way where I'm like, Oh, I feel good. And I'm like, Oh, just for the hell of it. Let's see what I weigh right now. Cause I'm like, I have to have lost weight, you know, like it has, I feel so amazing. I feel so freaking good. (laughs) And I got on the scale and I had gained six pounds from the last time. (laughs) And I, I was like, Hmm. How interesting. And it totally like rolled off my back and had no negative impact on me whatsoever that I was six pounds heavier because I'm like, I actually don't care about that number at all when I am feeling good about me and being in my body. So it's really an interesting thing for me to consider that like there have been times where my a negative body image at that time has felt like a whip across my back in terms of weight loss, and then completely mutually exclusive, I feel beautiful about my body because of choices that I have been making, taking care of it, and suddenly weight loss becomes a completely different category of what I feel like I I need to do, Um, or maybe, maybe do or maybe don't, but it becomes like a way different category than something that I'm feeling driven toward. Yeah. Um, So I, I just feel like I really wanted to share that because it was an, it was one of the first times ever that I can remember like having that kind of reaction to whatever the number was on the scale. Like, huh, isn't that so funny that I actually gained weight and yet have been feeling so good about myself and that number doesn't actually change that I little message from me and cozy here. Yeah. Yeah. So not, not to say that like losing weight for health reasons is still like on my horizon. It's on my radar, but there's a completely different energy around um, a a pressure toward that. It's completely motivated, motivated differently. Um, So I, I'm interested to see if anyone else has had that kind of experience too. And I really don't think that I could have had that if I, if I hadn't been um, in the mindset of, taking care of myself and knowing that moment by moment I have been making what felt like good and loving and kind choices toward my body mm. for the time that led me up until stepping on that scale. I, you know, I've never had, I, that can't be coincidence that I was able to look at it and just like, huh, that's interesting. <laughs> Let's go back to the mirror. Cause that was treating me way. <laughs> Here was treating me so well. Let's go back to that. Oh, you're so cute. (laughs) I actually have written on my bathroom mirror right now, I am enough. And it's written in on a couple of my windows. The door leaving the house says you are enough. Um but that's essentially where a lot of this, like both body image and weight loss comes into play, is like feeling like you are enough as you know. 
Yeah. Um, whether it's six pounds heavier or six pounds lighter. Mm -hmm. I wish that you all could have seen Tara tell her story because she was glowing. She was like literally glowing mm -hmm. um, because I could tell that she was nourishing herself and she did feel like enough. And that's why the number on the scale didn't matter. Mm -hmm. um, now in perhaps at the end of 12 months, if you're still feeling that amazing about your nourishing choices and the number on the scale keeps going up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well I, start to I get think after one month, I, don't, <laughs> I might have a different reaction to it if it's, if it's a consistent thing. <laughs> but there's where you can get curious, right? Like, um, you, instead of being hard on yourself or feeling right. disappointed or feeling like a failure, you start to get curious and you ask for help, right? Like that, that comment is spot on because curious is what I felt instead of pressure or shame or failure. Yeah. Like any of those yucky things that usually equate in right. my world to like a plus sign on the scale. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it did, it did engage that curiosity and I, there may be a pendulum swing of how my body reacts to being treated extremely differently. And I'm, I'm open to that. And I also like, I trust my body. It's gotten me this far and it has helped me do amazing things. And if what it needs to do is like gain six pounds because it's been really enjoying being regularly fed for the first time ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> like good foods that it can make use of, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm okay with that because I trust that it's not, it's not going to lead me. Loving myself in that way is not ever going to lead me in the wrong direction, period. Mm. Um, it, it may help me figure out how to make even more nourishing choices. You know, like maybe I won't need to nourish my emotional side as much as maybe I've been doing. I don't know, but I love that you pointed out it's, it opens that door for curiosity, which can be so, so powerful as opposed to judgment. And this piece about trust is so important because you trust both your body and your mind, I guess your heart, your soul, your, your truth to guide you to the right place, right? Versus, versus trusting a weight loss program or a written diet from a book or, uh, right, when you put your trust in a weight loss program or a um, body image whatever, and then it doesn't work, you're left, you're left scared, frustrated, angry, because you put your trust in something else mm -hmm. to meet the goal that you want to meet. Right. Whereas Tara's putting trust in herself and her own body and her own wisdom and her own curiosity and her own like self-guided desire to be who she wants to be in her body. And so that comes back down to that place of like, if all of these weight loss programs and desires and trends came from an underlying depth of like who am I and what do I want to be in the world and does it really matter what pant size I'm in mm -hmm. and all you know I just I love that you brought up that concept of trust because I think so many people put their trust in something else or someone else or some program or not enough in themselves yeah yeah mm -hmm. I love that and I I it's really hard 
to acknowledge trusting yourself when you're also berating yourself or, you know, diminishing or self-deprecating or like punishing yourself. Um, you know, it's, it's really hard to show that love if those are the patterns that you're in. And unfortunately, but just as importantly, I think that's a lot of what the weight loss industry d- guides people toward is that kind of negative self-talk. Um, you know, like even I, I remember seeing, you know, different Pinterest posts and things like that that are, you know, making comments like, I'm better than this. And it shows like an ice cream sundae or something. And it's like, what, what is that supposed to actually what be mean? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> what the heck does that mean? Like, <laughs> so I, I don't know. And I do think that we, I know that I grew up in a culture that was tailored to make me feel bad about the way that I look now. Yeah. You know, everywhere or not everywhere, but many places and the easiest places to stumble into are ones that teach you that looking a certain way is wrong and um, and unappreciated and judged. And I think that's that is such a hard hole to crawl out of to even get to the point of like not only not only do we need to create new ways of being with ourselves and treating ourselves and and setting these goals of love towards ourselves but we have to like somehow counteract the education that we've already gotten well i think counteracting for me comes back to curiosity right instead of berating whatever it is whatever programs out there that's making people actually feel like shit instead of (laughs) being powered Mm -hmm. um we as conscious consumers can either judge it and berate it and trash it or we can get curious about it and be like where is that person coming from and what do they what what service like I just think curiosity, right? Like come back to, instead of just trashing something that's someone else is putting out there, be like, there's a layer under there that I can see or that should be revealed or can be revealed. That's not obvious. Mm -hmm. And so educating around those things that are really not feeling so good out in the world. I, I don't know. I feel like now I'm rambling, but it makes sense in my head. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. My my brain is starting to want to go in a, a slightly deeper direction yeah. too, but I think I'm just going to suggest it and that we'll add it to a future podcast episode. And that is how do we have this conversation with our daughters? Because, oh. um, you know, especially as women, women are, are absolutely the more impacted of the genders in terms of weight loss and body image. Um, I know that it totally impacts men as well, but there's way more messaging towards women um, just proportionally. And I, you know, a very good friend of mine shared a story a couple of years ago and her daughter, I think had just turned five and was doing like a little performance and she was recording it on her phone. And she said, wait, 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 I have to change or, or like, wait, mom, does, do I look fat in this video? And I'm like, she's Five, like five. our five-year-old girls worried about looking too fat in their costumes 
You know what I mean? But instead of creating a war, this comes back to where I was rambling. In, instead of creating like a war between like the bad weight loss campaigns and the good weight loss campaigns, like if we both just get curious about each other mm-hmm. and, and, and like really dig into what's going on here with this five-year-old girl and how do we change that? Yeah. Um, that's, you know, that's where we make change. There. Yeah, but I, I'd like to put that on our list of oh. uh, a future conversation. Can I just make that body my image conversations one? with our with our daughters? Because <laughs> our, you know, like Daria is almost four, and she already notices comments that particularly other women that are close to her make about their bodies. And I try, you know, like I'm not perfect in this, but I try to be really sensitive about how I'm talking about my own body or how I'm talking about the bodies of other women. Um, and there's just so much comparison, even verbal, like that happens amongst women that can, I think, be very destructive or it could be a building if we are conscious of it. Um, so yeah, I think there's a future conversation here for sure. Two daughters, one teen and one almost teen. And it, there's so many layers of this. Mm-hmm. It's a great podcast topic. Um, so I wonder if one of your daughters would actually be willing to come in <laughs> to an episode and just chat about what it's like from that perspective. Because we don't even know. We don't even know the messages that they are, that they are actually absorbing. I know. You know? I know. Be interesting. I don't know. Not to put any pressure or anything on your on your lovely little ones. Oh, I know one would, but it's the other one that I'm that much more interested in hearing. Mm, Maybe they'd come on together. That would be a fascinating episode. I would love that. Um, Okay, cool. Well, let's wrap it up. Our timer went off actually a couple minutes ago, so we don't want to get in the habit of ignoring our timer, the habit of ignoring our timer. Um, Okay, so what, how would you like to wrap up the episode with an, with an ask? Um, all right. Uh, I don't know. Oh, this is sort of related to weight loss and body image, but in just nourishment, right? So, so this is like goes in Tara's, um, Tara's year of nourishment. I feel like I have a really um, nourishing habit of eating things like crackers and bread and butter, and I don't even want them. They're just easy to grab. And so I've been making an effort this year to find more uh, salads, like salads that not like a lettuce salad like something i can keep in the fridge and grab like a kale salad or a quinoa oh sorry my thing is so loud (laughs) um grab um grab and go nourishing salads that can just be there i make them on sunday and they're there for the week instead of eating bread and butter for lunch cool i can (laughs) i can add in one um during my during my adventure in veganism i discovered this moroccan chickpea salad that was like that i want that so good it was so good hot and then it was also so good just by the spoonful cold i should make that this weekend because it was so delicious thanks for reminding me about that we could have a thread of those salads i will start it off with my moroccan chickpea oh yum it was it was so good i'm i'm not even going to add an additional ask i'm just going to like piggyback on that one because I'm in the same zone. Like sometimes I come to work and actually forget to bring food and I'm here like all day and it's so hard. Um, So yeah, I I totally love that. I'm going to piggyback on that ask. Let's share our awesome like kind of pre-makeable go-to salads for nourished eating. Yeah. 
I love it. Let's do it. Okay, cool. See you next time. Thanks for joining us for another episode. If you haven't already done so, please do us the honor of leaving a rating and review on iTunes and check in with us on social. Amanda Kingsley is a work-from-home mother of three. Her mission is to empower others to live fuller lives. Learn more about her at her website, amandastarkingsley.com. Tara Misseldine is a passionate entrepreneur founding several businesses over the last 15 years. She's currently living the adventure of being a CEO, mom, and collaborative coach. Find her at allin.life.